1: Welcome to Hidden Secrets to Health with Christina Cole. When you realize that each and every lifestyle choice you make generally has a direct effect on your health, wouldn't you want to influence that outcome? On this program, you'll learn how to uncover the secrets that your body tells you and learn how even small lifestyle changes can mean big rewards with your health. And now, here's your host, Christina Cole.
2: Hello, and welcome to The Hidden Secrets to Health. This is your host, Christina Cole. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And I started doing, excuse me, The Hidden Secrets to Health because I really wanted to share um, some of the other opportunities we have in healing our bodies. And today, I'm going to kind of touch on a few different topics that seem to come up a lot with my clients, um, with friends, and just kind of in, in what's going on in, in the world today. So one of the things that I've been working on personally that I really wanted to share because I think it has some pretty phenomenal heal- healing um, possibilities is when you start working with your chakras. So your chakras run basically from um, the top of your head to your tailbone and A lot of the times when we are working on our chakras, we tend to be working in our upper chakras. And I certainly have um, quite a bit over the years. Um, That's really when you're doing your affirmations and you're really trying to change your mindset. And this is when we start talking about how we operate from our subconscious level. More like the 95% or 90% of the actions that we take every day are really coming on autopilot. They're coming from our subconscious And so there are times when we are sort of self-sabotaging and we don't even know it because it's just sort of our behavior. It's sort of a learned behavior. And so I started working in the last couple of weeks on my first and second chakra, which is the lower chakras. And that's really the chakras where you are manifesting what is happening in your life. So, um, I think I've done really well with my upper chakras, but it really has been a surprise to me how much work I really need to have in my lower chakras, because that's where you sort of bring all this energy through the top of your head down into your lower chakras. And that's really where you manifest, and that's how um, you manifest your success, frankly, and That kind of surprised me, and and one of the reasons why I started working on these chakras was because I could tell that I've been blocking myself um, with my own business and with the successes that I want to have, and kind of showing up in the way that I want to show up. So I've done all this work on my personal health being, um, you know, shifting my diet and eradicating bacterial overgrowths and, and fungal overgrowths and things that we pretty commonly have. It's just not really talked about or, or worked on with allopathic medicine. And so I've done those things and I feel healthy, but there was kind of something missing. There was a link missing and I was really struggling to figure out what it was. So I've gone to a brain coach and I've done affirmations and I've... Um, Oh, gosh, I've just, I feel like I've tried so many different things. And it wasn't until I started working with Margaret Lynch, who has a book called Tapping Into Wealth, that I really kind of figured out where my blocks wa- are, are in my first and second chakra. And that's really your inner child, which you'll hear um, more and more sort of holistic psychologists talking about healing the inner child. And how do you do that? And Where does that come from? Like, I feel like I had a great childhood. So, why would I have blocks in my first or second chakra? Well, you know, these are kind of like again, it goes back to that autopilot and what you observed. So, the first seven years of your life, your energy level is uh, in a theta level, which means that you're more of an observer and you're sort of taking everything in, and um, you don't have the power or the energy level that kind of tells you, okay, this isn't okay, or this isn't how I feel, or um, you can't really decipher the information that's coming in. You're just taking it in. And so you have to think about the fact that your parents just took in what they were perceiving at the time that they were from birth to seven and their parents the same. And kind of goes back, right? So if there's baggage that's sort of been traveling down the ancestral path and no one has kind of stopped and cleared them, then we just continue to pass them on. And I don't think anyone's ancestors would want them to um, stifle their creativity or stifle their ability to make money or to um, live the lifestyle that they want to live and provide for people in the way that they want to. And so that's really been illuminating for me in the first and second chakra because one is sort of how safe do you feel in this world and what kind of messages are you repeating to yourself and um, how many of those messages are you even aware of that's keeping you from doing things? So I went to um, a seminar with this particular brain coach, which I love, and um, one of the other people that were there that I know, she was just like, you know, you really need to be more visible. And I just thought, how more visible can I be? I mean, I've got a radio show and I um, put myself out there, got stuff on social media and um, I go and do events and, and all this kind of stuff. And that visibility thing is really comes down to that first and second chakra and how comfortable I feel just saying what I've what I'm thinking and, um, taking ownership of wanting to be present in the way that I want to be present. And, um, so I'm still working through that. I'm still kind of working through, and I kind of love the, the tapping process. So it's also called EFT or emotional freedom technique. And you tap on your pulse points, I mean, on your meridian points. So it's like you can karate chop on your hand. Which is a really great tool to teach our children, because if you have a um, anxiety about something, that's a really easy thing for them to do. Even if they're in a classroom, a sort of karate chop their two hands together, and um, that's a release point. So it's also the top of your head, it's um, the where your eyebrows start, it's the corner of your eyes, it's just below on that kind of like your um, orbital bone. Under, under the nose, sort of between your lips and your nose, your, your chin, your cleft of your chin, and then sort of right on the collarbone of your, um, on each side. And then you can also um, go right at, for women, what we would call the bra line. So if you pulse, if you kind of um, press on each of those, as you're sort of working through what you have this emotional hang up on, it helps release it. And so as you go through the first and second chakra, you kind of start working into um, maybe you feel like you have to um, please everyone or you have to show up in the world in a certain way. Like you can't, if you um, want too much of your own attention, then that's being selfish or if you're really proud of yourself for something and you express that, well, now you're being um, arrogant. And so there's, it's, we kind of have these inherited things that we learn and we learn it in school. We learn it from our behavior with friends or we learn it in a work environment. I worked in financial services for 20 years. And um, there were times when I was just like, I don't like, who I am here or who I'm supposed to be while I'm here because um, it's like you being a woman in financial services uh, has come a long way, but I I was certainly in it when it was mostly men and it was not comfortable a lot of the time. There was certainly um, a lot of language that you just had to get used to and really become part of your own language. Um, you had to kind of be tough and one of the guys, and also you were also a sex object in most of these environments. And that's really just the way that it was. And so the way that you behave and sort of the damage that causes for you is something that you really have to work through. And I don't think that we always do. I think we kind of, if I don't talk about it, if I ignore that situation, then I won't have to deal with it, but it doesn't actually go away. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned from the first and second chakras is that even if you think that this isn't a problem, you're manifesting it, you're holding it, and it's showing up in the things that you really want to accomplish and do. And then you're, if you have children, you're passing that on to your children. And that's something that, that I try to be really cognizant of is wanting my kids to pursue the dreams that they have. Without any hangups of mine or for me, like what I think they should do, what I think they should pursue, what sports I think they should or shouldn't do, I really have to let go of what my expectations are so that they can come into their own without having these expectations, right? Because most of us, I think, grow up wanting to please our parents, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it shouldn't be in a, to a point where it damages what you want to pursue or what you want to do, because ultimately this is your life. This is, um, you're here for a purpose. We're all here for a purpose. You're here for a purpose and you need to be pursuing what your purpose is and if you get sidetracked and go down a road that is pleasing to someone else in your life but not to you we start to hold that in and you'll see that come out in so many different ways that's why a lot of times you'll um, see people that self-medicate and you'll see um chronic diseases that are held in different places in our body. Like we hold a lot of anger in our liver. We um, hold a lot of sorrow in our intestinal tract. Um, We hold sorrow in our lungs, which I thought was really fascinating when we did the grief show. And so when we don't kind of move through these different feelings and go through these different steps for healing, then we, manifest illnesses within ourselves. And I the the connection that I have found between this energetic field and our overall health is pretty dramatic. And one of the things that I've learned about in in FDN, which is actually where I learned about um, emotional freedom technique, was how even if you cater to all the different health challenges that someone has by helping them with their, um, the dress protocol, right? Diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction and supplementation. If you have emotional things that are happening, then, um, more than likely these things are going to reoccur because that's where we're putting them in our body. And so for me, you know, I really wanted to, um, continue to grow my, my business, and be uh, financially successful in doing that and being able to afford um, private school for my kids and and, um, having a lifestyle that I want to lead. Well, if I don't kind of clear out some of my baggage, then I'm not going to be able to do that. And it's probably going to show up in my health in some other way. And so that's when I started doing the EFT, the tapping. And I just started doing that like two weeks ago. And I will tell you that there's all kinds of different emotions that come up. And there's a lot of different um, things that, that you have aha moments about that you really weren't aware of. And this isn't a way to like start getting mad at your family because that's not what this is about. This isn't about blaming anyone because, you know, everyone's parents, for the most part, in my opinion, are doing the best they can. And, and I'm sure there are those out there that maybe not. But generally speaking, I think we try as a human race to do the best that we can. And so this isn't this isn't a blame situation. This isn't um, a getting upset with family members. This is a way for you to wor- work through sort of some of this baggage. You might not even be where you have in a safe way, in a healing way. And you can start letting go of these things that are holding you back. And it's been really powerful for me. I've been really... Um, surprised and pleased with the experience. And I'm actually really looking forward to sharing that with with my clients because um, that's one of the things that we, we work with is the stress reduction. And this is a form of being able to help somebody with stress reduction because there are the internal stresses that we have in our health. And then there are the emotional stresses that we have. And a lot of times these emotional and physical stresses become financial stresses, because when we don't care for ourselves, it becomes so much more expensive to care for yourself when you're ill than to care for yourself when you're well um, and to stop sort of the decline or the slide into not being well. And so when um, when you have to take pharmaceutical medications, well, now you're beholden to either having a job that covers you for insurance that will cover that particular um, medication. The pharmaceutical company could change it. They could raise prices. I think we've seen that over the years where different um, medications suddenly skyrocket in price and people can't afford them. So getting to a point where you don't have to be on medication is a goal. And so healing all of yourself is part of that process. And um, I also think you have to come to it when you're ready for it. I have experienced moments where I'm like, I wish that I'd known this earlier. I wish I had done this sooner, but I don't think that I was really ready sooner than now. I don't think I was in a place that I would be able to process the information in an open-minded way that allows me to heal, but to also that doesn't I'm not looking to blame anybody. I'm not looking to be mad at anybody. It's, it's a wonderful form of forgiveness to myself, forgiveness to experiences that I've had in my life and experiences that, you know, I expect that my parents have had and that my siblings have had and friends have had that end up kind of dumping onto, you know, your friendship. And so it's, it's, can't even think of the word that i would want to use it's really uh, enlightening i suppose and it is lightning of your spirit and so i guess that's my little spiel that i wanted to share today on why your chakras are important why healing them is important and why as much as work as we might do on the upper portion of our chakras right from like our the throat chakra to the um third eye to you know your um The crown of your head, those are all beautiful. But if you're doing those, if you're doing that work and you're not able to pull it down and actually manifest what you want out of your life, then you're going to have it's going to be a source of frustration and you're going to start to wonder why am I doing this if this isn't working? And I was sort of starting to get to that point where I was like, gosh, I'm doing all this work. I'm doing all these things that all these gurus say you should do. And I still feel this block and I can't figure out what it is. And so I'm super excited. I I'm thrilled to see like how this is going to change. I'm on a, um, I'm doing the seven levels of, um, chakra manifestation with Margaret Lynch. It's a new program she's got coming out and, um, so far, it's been really exceptional. It's been a really cool experience for me. And it's one that um, I've been telling to some of my other um, health coaching friends, like, oh, you know, if you haven't done this, you totally have to, have to try this out because it's something to to share with your clients as well. And um, I think it's just part of the whole package. Um, so when I come back, some of the things that I actually want to talk about are other things that have come up with my clients and with friends and family. And that's sort of some of the things that are in our food. And I'm going to touch on a hot topic, bringing vaccines um, and glyphosate. That's kind of the, to me, the kind of go together. So I really want to talk about that. So when we come back from our break, I might get a little controversial. It'll be kind of exciting. So we'll be right back
3: Tune in to the Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics from natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Radia Gleese interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for the Wellness Connection, live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
4: Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health.
2: Welcome back to Hidden Secrets to Health. This is your host, Christina Cole. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And I started the show talking about chakras and my personal experience of working through my seven chakras and how I recognize that most of the time that I've spent working through my chakras has really been probably from my um, fifth, sixth and seventh chakras and not really pulling any of that down and certainly never working on my first or second and um, finding out that that's really where my blocks are. And if I can kind of clear those chakras, then I'm going to start manifesting things in, in a much greater way. So stay tuned for that, right? It'll be exciting for me and you guys will be like, Oh, I remember when she said she was working on that. Now in this next section, I really wanted to kind of talk about um, a show that I watched last night and it's called secret ingredients. And it talks about um, genetically modified organisms in our food and the impact that it has. And to me, it really kind of relayed into also some of the controversy that's going on with vaccines and how it's the combination of these different elements that are coming into our children that are creating this epidemic of chronic diseases um that we're not seen certainly in my generation growing up and the that we're not necessarily putting the pieces together that we're really spending a lot of time name calling and polarizing instead of getting into the real science and the heart of these conversations and why it really matters. So in the movie, Secret Ingredients, um, this is a Jeff Hayes film and he's done several really illuminating um, movies on different things. Um, So he's done them on genetically modified organisms. He's done it on um, sort of why why there's this diabetes situation, And a number of different things. So if you've never heard of Jeff Hayes, I encourage you to do a Google and and look him up in some of the different films that he's put out. Um, So Secret Ingredients really talked about some different people and their experiences with food and how much food has an impact. And if you've listened to any of my prior shows, um, when I've spoken with some functional medicine MDs, one of the things that I ask them is, what do you find yourself recommending to every single client that walks in the door. And they, they both said food, food has such a massive impact. And um, that has not filtered into um, allopathic medicine uh, as much as I hope to see it over the future. A lot of times it's like diet doesn't matter, but it really matters. It's the first, it's the first step. And so in the show, there was a, there was a, few families um, that spoke and so one had her own health crisis and then um, her son was on the spectrum for autism and she really changed her diet and the whole family changed their diet and um, the child is now um, considered to not be on the autistic spectrum. So uh, I also know someone who Kind of went through this process themselves with their own child and how much food made a difference and how genetically modified organisms are having a pretty big impact on our health and our children's health and some of these different um diagnosis that we see a lot and so one of the things i wanted to read was this quote from robert f kennedy jr who um you know he's taken on monsanto He's taking on um, some of these mandated vaccine situations, and I personally don't think that anything should be mandated. It just goes against my belief in freedom and having a freedom of choice. But it's not about being an anti-vaxxer because I'm not anti-vaccines. I just want safe vaccines. I want to know that these have been thoroughly tested and that they're safe for my children. And those studies don't exist. And that's, I think, that should be the argument. It shouldn't be whether you're pro or against. It should be, why don't we have better safety studies? Why is this such a massive money maker? but it's also creating so much illness um, on a autoimmune situation? So I'm just going to read this quote because I thought it was really powerful. And he says, this is a chronic disease epidemic. I have six kids. I had 11 brothers and sisters. I had over 50 cousins. I didn't know a single person with a peanut allergy. Why do my kids all have food allergies? Because they were born after 1989. If you were born prior to 1989, your chance of having a chronic disease, according to HHS, is 12.8%. If you are born after 1989, your chance of having a chronic disease is 54%. That is tremendous in my opinion. That is huge. So what are they? They're the neurodevelopmental diseases, ADD, ADHD, speech delay, language delay, tics, Tourette syndrome, ASD, autism. The autoimmune diseases, Guillaume-Barre, multiple sclerosis, juvenile diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, the anaphylactic diseases, food allergies, rhinitis, asthma, eczema, all of these exploded in 1989. Congress ordered the EPA to do a study to find out what year the disease epidemic started. And the EPA did that study. They said it started in 1989. There's lots of culprits, many new things. We have cell phones. We have PFOAs, which is a chemical. We have ultrasound. We have glyphosate. Our kids are swimming around in a toxic soup. We're not saying all of those illnesses came from vaccines. But there is no intervention that is so exquisitely and precisely timed as what happened when we went in 1989 and charged the vaccine schedule changed sorry changed the vaccine vaccine schedule and raised the levels of aluminum and mercury tripling and quadrupling them and went from three vaccines i had as a child to the 72 that kid had kids had and the 75 that kids will have next year so i know for me i think i probably had the, so that was all robert f kennedy And, um, you know, he's, he says, he's like, I'm not anti-vax. I just want to have vaccine safety. I want to see the safety tests. And we don't, we fast track these, um, different vaccines. We've never looked to see how they are all combined and what that impact is. And then we have a lot of prepared packaged, and processed foods. We have a lot of genetically modified organisms in our food. And let me just explain how that works. So, when you um, grow a natural plant that doesn't have any anything done to it, your body recognizes that as food. And you can, um, you know, alter plants with other plants, and that is still natural. But when you put a genetically modified organism into a plant, what happens is there's a bacteria that is placed into the plant. And that bacteria is what they use, you know, as a pesticide type of a, of, um, control. And it's, um, when we ingest it, it's now not just food, it's food and there's this bacteria. And so when we are eating it and it goes through our digestive tract, our body is like, is this food or is this, a pathogen or a bacteria that I need to eradicate. And so that's when we start this sort of epidemic of leaky gut and leaky gut then leads to, you know, just a spiral of different health issues. And that's why we have the the insulin resistance and we have type two diabetes that is just exploding in the child population. And that used to be just an adult, it was called adult onset diabetes. It was from years of, of, neglecting ourselves and not eating well. And now this is happening to our babies. This is happening to kids that are in elementary school and they're getting puffy and they're having like this bloated tummy and they're having constipation or they're having diarrhea, they're having asthma, they're having eczema. And it's coming from having these genetically modified organisms, having these um, non-food prepared packaged processed foods and having a lot of it and going and having a lot of fast food and not just having real food. And um, kids not even knowing where food comes from in many situations. So when we start changing the diet, and that's part of what I do with my clients as an FDN, is we start getting back to just real whole foods. And um, when you can get organic, that is the best option because that is moving away from having these different pesticides and things on it. But you have to really be careful and source that because there are times when this glyphosate is sprayed on at the end, like the produce is picked and it's sprayed on so that it doesn't get any bugs on the way to the store. And so that's when it comes to growing your own garden and Um, utilizing a farmer's market, doing a CSA box. Um, I love Farm Fresh to You. I think they're um, all over the place and they just go and they work with the local farms. And um, one of the things I love about that particular program is you get to pick what you want in your box. Um, And so years ago, when I would first started doing CSAs, which is um, community supported agriculture, you would just get whatever <laughs> you would just get whatever you got in the box, and so there would be times where I'm like, "Wow, I'm I'm eating a lot of kale," or there would be things in there that I wasn't even sure what they were, and um, so I got to experiment a lot with um, how to how to cook different greens or prepare them. But now with with companies like Farm Fresh to you, you can take things out of the box and you can put things in the box, and that gives you more control of what you're getting. And so you can be more comfortable and you can experiment when you want to, or as you want to, or maybe you come across a recipe that sounds really good and you're gonna try it out. Then the next time you order your CSA box, you add that ingredient in. And the time from farm to home is super short. So you don't have to have these extra chemicals sprayed on to maintain The product, and so if you are suffering from sort of any of these different things—brain fog, um, constipation, the 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 bloat—I always call it the battle of the bloat because I definitely had um, it—and you start switching what you're eating to um, more organic products. You're being more careful with where you source your products. When you want to have quick snacks that now you're going to the bulk bulk section of the grocery store and you're loading up on nuts and and dried fruits and you can keep that and it lasts a long time and it's a great snack and it's healthy and hearty for you and it's giving you the energy that you need. Um, You can be, you know, doing hard-boiled eggs and I know in my neighborhood you can drive around and there's always somebody who's selling, I, I'm actually very fortunate, there's somebody selling strawberries, there's somebody selling honey, and there's usually somebody selling eggs that are just people that are using the land that they have. Um, there are certainly um, what you would call food deserts, and those are, tend to be in the poorer communities. And if you've ever um, heard of the green machine in in Bronx, New York. Um, This is a teacher who really started teaching his kids how to grow and has changed the face of Bronx, New York. I mean, they have um, gardens growing where there was just nothing and center divides and tops of buildings. And it's just amazing. So when we come together as a community, we can create these community farms and we can make it possible for everyone to be getting these healthy foods. And the less, time and and money that we spend buying these fast foods, these prepared products, the fewer companies are going to make them because it's not going to be profitable for them anymore. And, and it's just these small steps that change what's happening. And it's going to change the health of our children. It's going to change the trajectory of what's happening, not only in the United States, but around the world, but the United States, we have, um, We're becoming one of the sickest nations and it's considered um, a threat to the sovereignty of the United States is our health, health status, how we're doing healthy and being this, you know, sort of mega power that we are, the fact that we're failing so significantly in the realm of healthcare and um, that we're, we're creating laws to box people in, to do things um, and they haven't been tested for safety, I have a problem with that. I want I want the safety tests. I want to know that I'm not doing more harm. And when we start th- talking about, you know, different things like herd immunity, well, if you do the research, you'll find out that herd immunity is based off of getting wild diseases and not off of vaccinated populations. And so we have these fal- falsehoods, these these perpetuation of untruths going on in the media and it's because the media is owned by pharmaceutical companies and we need to change that we need to take our power back and it really starts with people like like you and me who start saying i want good clean food i want rigorous safety tests i want to know what's really going on monsanto you know was bought by Bayer and now they have their second or third $2 billion fine against the damages that glyphosate is creating. And these companies are all intertwined and we need to be asking why. Why are these companies intertwined and why are we allowing a small percentage of people to get wealthy off the backs of the middle class and the lower class and allowing ourselves to get boxed into… Um, a paradigm. That's not, we can't perpetuate it. It's not, we can't we we are in a downward slide and we need to make changes and doing them at the grassroots level, I think is really, really important. And when we have healthy food, then we have healthy bodies and we don't have to worry as much about having these various um, diseases because our bodies Immune systems are ready and prepared to take on different um, different challenges. Are we're uniquely designed to be able to handle living in this environment? Um, and I and I believe that we have an innate ability to heal, but we have to give ourselves the right tools to do that. So that's been my talk about glyphosate, vaccines, the movie Secret Ingredients, and why um, what we have is super important in the foods that we eat and the way we take care of ourselves. When we come back, the next thing that I've had a lot of people asking me about is the different um, uses of CBD oil. So we'll be back shortly.
0: step-by-step you made it through the journey of pregnancy now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey breastfeeding as a new parent you receive a lot of advice much of it conflicting some of it outdated tune into born to be breastfed with host marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about feeding your baby Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
1: You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to one 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health.
2: Welcome back to Hidden Secrets to Health. I'm your host, Christina Cole, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And I started the show talking about chakras. And the importance of healing those first and second chakras, which often go um, ignored or the shadow side doesn't necessarily um, come to light. And then I talked about um, the importance of the foods that we eat. Um, the, the movie that's out right now called Secret Ingredients, um, the impact glyphosate and vaccines have been having on our society and why it's important to um, Start removing those prepared packaged and processed foods from your diet, um, getting organic where you can as often as you can, and really being careful with how you source your food. One of the things that I didn't bring up that I wanted to um, was if you go to um, a website called greenmedinfo.com and you just type in glyphosate, you'll come up with um, 239 abstracts with um, glyphosate research. And there's also 65 diseases that have been researched for glyphosate. So in the, um, in the show secret ingredients, one of the, one of the people that were, was on the show talked about her struggle with getting pregnant and how when she cleaned up her diet she was she was successful in becoming pregnant versus um, going through IVF and some of these other um, methods. So we have a pretty big crisis um, in our ability to have babies, and um, what maybe twenty years ago was not um, that as as big of an issue as it is today now it's, it's super common to need to have assistance when it comes to pregnancy. And I know for my husband and I, when we decided we were going to try to have a family, it took us um, two years and it was the changing of um, my diet and cleaning up my leaky gut that, that in my opinion is, is what made the difference for us and why we ended up having not one, but two beautiful, healthy children. Um, and they've continued to be on this type of a healthy diet. And it, um, I see a significant difference in how healthy they stay throughout the year. And, you know, being younger kids, what a difference it makes by the food that they're eating when it comes to their immune system. So, some of the things that you could look up and you'll see on this, um, these studies is um, glyphosate t- toxicity, DNA damage. Um, pesticide toxicity, lymphoma non-Hodgkin's, hormonal disorders in children, um, low testosterone, um, lymphoma, prenatal chemical exposures, um, the impact on oxidative stress. And uh, um, I've said this many times, I'm gonna say it again, 80% of all visits to a doctor are stress-related. And our allopathic um, doctors do not get education on how to, how to work with oxidative stress as the root cause of a lot of the, of the chronic illnesses that we suffer from. And it's not out of lack of desire, it's a lack of, that's not how they're educated. Um, the different skin cancers, chemical exposure, um, allergic airway diseases, blood diseases, melanoma, um, rheumatoid arthritis, rhinitis, uh, neurotoxicity, Um, infertility in men, endocrine diseases, liver cancer, Parkinson's, um, chronic kidney disease, um, low dopamine levels, um, mercury poisoning, postnatal care and breastfeeding. Uh, The list is just mind blowing that we've done these different studies, um, Children living within 500 meters of pesticide spraying areas are showed to have more evidence of genetic damage than those living more than 3,000 miles away. So, you know, the kids that are living in farming communities are more likely to get sick if the farming communities are using um, pesticides that have glyphosate in them. We really need to pay attention to this because we can't afford to have our children growing up Unhealthy and not being able to give their gifts to the world because they're just trying to survive. So that's I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone, glyphosate. And and one of the things I wanted to talk about because I do get lots of questions since I did the CBD oil um, segment on CBD oils. And so one of the tools that I really like to use when I'm comes to answering questions with regard to CBD is Um, there's a website called green flower and it's green flower.com. And they have a bunch of videos. They have um, blogs, they have uh, an educational program and it really dives into this different information. But today they have a a speaker that came, that's a grower and he talks about terpenes. And one of the reasons why that's so significant is um, the terpenes, So there's, there are 420,000 plus terpenes in the natural world and cannabis contains well over 200 and most other plants have one or two. So that's pretty significant. And um, I think sometimes there's confusion between um, oils that have THC in them and oils that don't, and they do work differently and they do have benefits for, for different reasons, but Every person who's using a CBD oil is not quote unquote getting high, right? And it's useful for a lot of different things. So um, one of the articles that I thought was really powerful is um, seven benefits of treating multiple sclerosis with cannabis. There's also um, nine facts about cannabis and diabetes as an article, 21 substances more dangerous than cannabis that are totally legal, Um, some of the different legislation that's going on uh, and seven ways hemp plastic can change the world. So here's this plant that it's called weed because it grows like weeds and it grows very quickly. It's sustainable, it's renewable. So it's a great resource that we should be using that we've um, outlawed and we've outlawed hemp in many, in, in many situations, as well as, um, The actual cannabis plant that people have used for self medication for, you know, years. And it was in the early 1900s. You can go back and look at how cannabis was used over the counter. It was really commonly used. It was only when we started sort of trying to manufacture natural elements and sell them that some of these different, um, natural medicines became a problem, became illegal. And we started sort of outlawing the use for these, for these different tools. And cannabis I think is one that we should really be looking at all the different uses that it comes into. So I'm just going to touch on some of the ways that hemp can make a big difference when it comes to plastic, because that's a really big problem we have in the world So it takes um, 500 to 1,000 years for plastic to degrade. Um, The United States alone throws away about 35 billion plastic water bottles every year. And the plastic ends up in the land and the sea. It devastates our natural ecosystems. And it ends up um, as pollution in our own bodies. So it's estimated that 93% of Americans over the age of six test positive for BPA, which is a chemical and plastic linked to cancer, diabetes, impaired immunity, and so much more. So why would we want to use hemp in in place of that? Well, hemp is completely biodegradable. Uh, A water bottle can be used for a few minutes, but it'll take years to decompose. uh, Whereas it takes three to six months for hemp plastic to decompose. So that's a tremendous difference. Um, conventional plastics are still, um, that are re- that are recycled, are still likely to leak harmful substances. Um, and plastic made from hemp completely avoids these toxins. So conventional plastics contain endocrine disruptors. One of those is being BPA. And this interference with the endocrine system Causes uh, hormone imbalances. Um, In particular, it is an estrogen mimicker. And when our estrogen is mimicked in this way, then we have a buildup of estrogen. This is one of the reasons why we see um, more cancers that are linked to um, an estrogen dominance. We also have, um, we usually end up with more weight on our bodies. This can kind of leads into insulin resistance and diabetes. So there's a there's a pretty vicious cycle that starts to happen when we have endocrine disruptors in our bodies. Um, hemp plastic could help save endangered wildlife. There was a study um, by the Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research Organisation that found that 60% of seabirds today have plastic in their gut, and by 2050 they expect that number could rise to 99%. Um, so you know that's we're not just destroying ourselves and our environment, but we're also you know endangering the wildlife that you know keeps our ecosystem going. Hemp um, plastic is extraordinarily versatile. Um, and so it can be used in electronics, containers, toys, cosmetics, bottles, bags, car parts, boats, furniture. Um, Hemp plastic decreases environmental pollutants. Um, So a plastic bag um, from conventional plastics has a rising CO2 emissions, whereas hemp does not create that. Uh, The plastic is stronger than petroleum-based plastics. So plastic made from hemp is five times stiffer and and um, 3.5 stronger than polypropylene, one of the most common types of plastic. Um, it is also a lot lighter, and this makes hemp unique for um, uh, from other manufacturing materials. It's a renewable resource. So those are just that's just talking about using hemp, not even um, any of the other products. So using you know the more we learn about CBD and the more we can use this as a as a re- renewable resource. Um, and and replacing some of these pharmaceuticals that it's used for, um, like anxiety, and it helps with diabetes. And uh, I'm curious to read this article about multiple sclerosis and the benefits of using uh, cannabis oil in that that method. Um, We need to start looking at these renewable resources and these natural medicines as a way out of the jam that we're in. Uh, environmentally, as a com- as a country, financially. Um, and we need to find a way to come back in together as a community. So this has been the hidden secrets to health. I hope you've enjoyed sort of the variety of topics we touched on today from chakras to um, organic foods to CBD oil and um, some of the different damages that we're causing ourselves by using uh, chemicals in place of the natural environment so thanks and this has been the hidden secrets to health
1: thank you for tuning in to hidden secrets to health please join host christina cole for another edition of the show next thursday at 1 p.m eastern time that's 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel until next week keep an eye on your good health